Welcome, welcome back, you fucking pussies. Are we live? Now we're live. We made it, baby. You motherfuckers. We're just we're just spiking our heart rates reading terrible reviews of our show. <laughs> we're gonna do this every week from now on. I'm coming in I'm coming in medium well right now. Now that I know I'm better than everybody according to that review. The, what was the name? How did they sign the review, Mike? Um Tell me. In my mind it just read as faggot. Yeah. So Yeah, it's hard to I can't even dude, I have like a blindness. Whenever someone writes just like a meaningless unkind review. I just I, I can't even like make out the letters, and I think it's my brain doesn't want me to like be able to identify them in any way. Yeah, well, because I'll get in the truck, dude. I'll throw a diaper on and I'll get in the truck. <laughs> I'll drive to Florida and just mash these people up, dude. That's all I want for my wife is to like really make her angry and have her do the uh, the Florida astronaut treatment. Like, yeah, yo, I'm down to Florida, you stupid bitch. You gonna come get this or what? I'm trying, you're trying, you're trying to put a diaper on. <laughs> come change me. Come change me. I'll cut your fucking head off. Change me and I'll change you. Did you go clear across the country, that woman? Was it California yeah. or Florida? Oh, I didn't know that. I just yeah, automatically... something like that. Yeah. No, I, I think it was a couple days in doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tough doo-doo days. Welcome, John Nunn. Dude, we're joined by fucking John, an illustrious fellow, yeah. John Nunn. You're a, world, you're a worldly man. Worldly, I doubt it. No, not that... Well, don't worry, dude. It'll, it'll come out organically. You don't, have to, you don't have to force it. Just... Just stop, dude. It's going to come out. John, I never told you this, but the very first time that I saw you, I was so jealous of you. Uh, <laughs> lowest point of your life. <laughs> Further proof, uh, contrary to the iTunes review that says I think I'm better than everybody, I thought that you were better than me. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's so much better. It was at the Laugh House. And you just, you had the fucking whole look. You were crushing it on stage. What was this look like at the time? It wasn't exactly this. It, it was similar. Uh, you had, you had, your hair was parted and you were just fucking effortless up there, dude. You were like a member of the Rat Pack up there. Was he dancing? Was he fat guy dancing for a black comedy club? He's <laughs> doing the twist as he that's did his the jokes. Ul- that's the ultimate white dude move to do when you're doing black comedy is to just dance bad. And they go, oh, okay. <laughs> My... That's weird you say about the Laugh House because my number one memory of the Laugh House is the first time they ever had me open, like open or feature something, or it was like they were like, "All right, here's your shot," and it was that guy that used to do the Laugh House. Is it not on? Did you turn it off? No. Is it not on? Was he just being a liar the whole time? I just tested it. It was fine. Oh, turn him up. Turn me up. Just get closer on the mic. Yeah, Yeah, just get closer on. And as as I motioned for John to pull it closer, I almost Thank pulled you. a knife into my face. <laughs> Danny Dubs in the producer chair hitting us with the notes. Thank you so much. We used to Thank work at the Dan. airport together. That's, oh, no way. Yeah. I just imagine the two of you under an airplane <laughs> just doing drugs and with smashing the, luggage. With the audience at the laugh house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's your first it's your first shot at something. <laughs> And it was that dude who used to do the Laugh House all the time who self-published like an inspirational book. He got shot in the spine and he was in a wheelchair. Do you guys remember this guy at all? He used to come to the Laugh House like three times a year. No. Dude, Absolutely I, not. I don't remember his name. But I got up there. I was wearing a Fred Perry shirt <laughs> and jeans and just ate my fucking dick for 20 minutes. It was like a long time I had to be up there. And he was like, get up, get this guy off. From, he said that from the audience. From his motorized wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Get this guy yeah. off. Yeah. 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 Literally, that's Dude, he's, he's dancing around in the motorized chair. <laughs> when he growls something funny, he blows into his straw and it takes him across the room. Well, he was in like those rollerball wheelchairs. Like the oh, roller no, roller damn. Like, yeah, the murder ball set up. Jesus. <laughs> So I get off stage because yeah. he's like, <laughs> the whole time. But before I get off stage, so I jump off stage. He's like, motherfucker, using the N word. You got to lift me up on the stage. So he makes me <laughs> Pharaoh him. get him onto the stage because there's no wheelchair access at the lab house. He gets on. He goes, thanks. And then goes to the mic and goes, fat ass faggot. Uh, yes. Tight ass. Yes. <laughs> Damn. He goes, 
can you believe faggots be coming in here no. with their tight ass shirts? And then oh, like proceeded man. for the next 20 minutes to be like faggot jokes. This guy's a faggot. Can you believe these faggots coming in here with their shirts? Do you have his number? <laughs> were, they, were they like into it at first and then the slowly just like alright they man. never stopped being into it no! just kept leveling up and then he went into like being shot and then sold his book for the last 20 minutes like yo this is oh, a real man. tough time for me but listen yo put yeah. on some real shit <laughs> yo I'm not just hey fat ass boy I'm gonna need you to autograph these for me that's, that's the two type of wheelchair black dudes this is the fucking and then like thought Action, like, and then he goes yeah. into like just slam poetry on you. Well, he was the perfect combo of two. Yeah, in a lab somewhere, Faggots. they made the perfect. Damn. What do they out. mean? Yeah, dude, that'd be very fucking cool to watch. Um, just a fingerless wheelchair, dude. Fingerless glove wheelchair, dude. Just <laughs> being extremely hateful toward uh, you, <laughs> man. I would book a tour of that. <laughs> uh, but then Mister Rob was like, "Yeah, man, we don't need you back for the rest of the weekend." Oh, oh no! We've all been there. How did he get up on stage then? <laughs> Tom Cast yeah. lifted him up for the rest of the time. <laughs> they actually had you come back and wear him like in a backpack, like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk out to the microphone and then turn around and <laughs> the whole set. Little legs, yeah. <laughs> cross my legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so dude, sorry my energy's been lacking the past couple of weeks, man. It's all I've only been working twenty four hours a day, constant threat of losing my job. My grandmother died. Dude, sorry, sorry to the if anyone who left a YouTube comment saying I've been soul sucking energy the past couple of weeks, my apologies, dude. I've been I've been letting my fucking personal life get in the way again. Mike, no, I want to apologize to you. You don't have to apologize. I'm ready to start for, fresh dude, right so, now though. I you don't have to apologize for anything, buddy. Bro. That that uh quadriplegic black eye impression was more than enough penance. <laughs> Is this what you want? Is this yeah. what's good? Yeah, I want you to be a quadriplegic black dude, man. Good, let's go. That was that was very. I mean, we got a little bit spicy there. I, I do miss the Laugh House, man, because that kind of shit. That is what like drew me to comedy. The very first time that I went to go see an actual comedy show outside of like seeing somebody famous mm-hmm. was going to the Laugh House, and like you know how like they're. I don't always, know if I ever went inside, dude. Oh, it was the best inside. Mm-hmm. Like not matching colors painted on just different walls. And then just the they, the food there was like terrible, and uh, yeah. in that fucking red cage, like a uh, basket, basket, red basket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, one of the things in-house that, airbrush guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the things that really stood out was in in a corner of the room. This was for open mic night. There was a group of comics that were like the cool comics, and if they would voice their approval. I was just like, oh my God, I wish I was that dude so bad, man. I want them to like me so much. And I finally, when I went, I didn't get their approval because like, Wid didn't, Wid was the guy that, that fucking ran the open mic. He kept saying I was on next and then he never put me up. And then he was, he was about to close out the show. And as he was coming off stage after telling everybody goodnight, I was like, do you mind if I go up and just tell my jokes? I just want to do my first time. And he, he was cool enough. He was like, oh, yeah, we got we got a guy here. It's his first time. He wants to just get on stage and do his jokes. So give it up for uh, Mike. Oh, man, oh. that's brutal. But a couple of people were kind enough to hang around and listen to me. And I uh-huh. got some laughs. So I was like, oh, my God, I want to do this. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, but I really wanted those black dudes to like me. Yeah. And, they, and they weren't there for that. Story of your life. Yeah. That's the name of your memoir. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted those black dudes to like me. <laughs> <laughs> there was only a couple of white guys they really liked. They loved Pope. Oh, uh, who does God, yeah. He doesn't love Pope. Come on. He walked yeah. in there and they were just like, yeah, man, bring it on. Yeah. They open arms to that fucking guy. And Cassidy and then Ian Finance, weirdly enough. What? He, he, I, I can see black guys. There. I can see a certain type of black guy loving <laughs> Ian Finance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I didn't have any close friends that went there and I was not going to go by myself. I just I felt <laughs> like I would just be the... I, dude, I'm still... I'm a residual dork now. <laughs> Going in my 20s? Jesus Christ. I would deserve. I would have deserved the worst treatment there, dude. It, I uh, did you I ever know. get the? Could did you ever be. get the approval of the black guys? Nah, a few of them. I think. Good. Well, David James was one of the first people to talk oh, to me, which very was very good. nice because I always thought he was very funny. Uh, somebody who I really didn't like <laughs> couldn't couldn't care less, so that was fine by me eventually. Mm. But I just wanted every black dude's approval because to me, like, I didn't know there were other clubs. I just saw the Laugh House was the place that I went to, and I just figured that was it in Philly. So every black dude I saw, I just wanted their approval. Yeah. And I 
very few people came up to me and gave it to me. Sean Clay was great. Um, Beat the Cheeks? He beat the cheeks wasn't around yet. <laughs> oh, BD can BD sing? Yeah. <laughs> beat the cheeks, damn. That dude, that's what the that, that's what this has all taken away from us. Like you'll never see a dude going with the stage name Beat the Cheeks, just mimicking eating pussy <laughs> for five straight minutes yeah. and at crushing the, at the yeah at the only open mic he'll go to that week. Do you know and he then, like, has his own clothing line right now called Eat Her Stress Away? Where is- <laughs> No, dude. Where it's just hoodies that say "eat her stress away" with a with a smiley face emoji with the tongue out. I want one. <laughs> oh, that's man. <laughs> that's what is, it, is it like all pixelated and very like low quality print? Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's iron, but there's also matching sweatpants. You can buy a whole. Suit. Oh my god, uh, are they crotchless? Oh, damn, <laughs> FGR 2021. <laughs> mm. That's cool. I'm glad people are getting into their shit. Finding out what they're all about. Yeah. I'm into that. Was that the first club you went to? No, Raven was the first night I ever went to. Okay. Uh, and Cotton and Foley put me up and then proceeded to get in a yelling match the entire time I was on stage because Foley was fucked up and Cotton was so drunk and they were throwing things at each other while I was trying to <laughs> yeah. tell jokes. And people were like, yeah, yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah. And that was when Cotton, Raven man. was popping the fuck off. No. Yeah, dude, like that would be a very fun thing. We'd all we need is like enough people that were around for like prime time there to yeah. just make it enough that it would be worth talking about because that was a wild time. That was a very wild time. Cotton got it. pretty close, but then he died. Yeah, I wish he would have stuck around. <laughs> Foley is about to. They're on like the door. If they're not yeah. already like, dude, they just fucking interviewed Chaz fucking. Paul man, and that was Terry. so funny to see. What? Man. Yeah, yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah, about dude. About what? They were just talking shit. Restraining order. It was that he had against two of them. <laughs> dude, he was so into their shit too. It rules. It was. What? I think it was the most recent. Yeah, dude, re- it most was recent awesome. garbage episode. Dude, that's sick. It's <laughs> insane. It was. I. It was very surreal. I don't know if people realize how fucking sick that is, but like that. Those are the dudes that we were hanging out with in the dark ten years ago. <laughs> just no one making a single good decision. Mm-hmm. Desperation in the air. And now our fuck. I mean, I'm I'm happy with where I am right now. I'm thrilled. Agreed. But, but then uh, to be able to watch my boy, and and pe- dude, people remember I wasn't I was on the cusp of not being boys with Foley. We sorted it all out. Now I get to enjoy that dude. Like they're gonna have like fucking Ryan Reynolds on at some point, probably. Yeah, dude. And they're, they, gonna, be, they're gonna be like making fun of like Ryan Reynolds's mom's furniture. I'm just gonna be like, that's my fucking boys. <laughs> this is tight. I can't wait. Yeah, dude, it, it fucking rules. Although a part of me, like a part of me, wishes that it was you instead of them, and that they failed, and one of them got sick. Like I understand <laughs> you have to push those feelings down, dude. You've wanted to be Foley for years. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say I just wanted the black dudes to laugh at like me. No, but if you were jealous of me when when you saw Foley for the first time. You must have been like pass the fuck out. Dude. You faded people with smelling salts on you. Chased him to his limo. <laughs> John, I, this is how jealous I was when I saw you that night. I I told somebody that um, you I, raped a woman. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the next day, I told a friend. I met a friend at a diner. I was like, "Do you know John Nunn?" He's like, "Yeah, I've seen him. He's a really funny dude." I was like, "Dude, that guy was incredible." And this person said, "I'm pretty sure he's a serial killer." <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't make me feel any better because that was awesome too. Well, <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Are you aware that, like, just as you're bouncing around, people are like, this dude's the man. Are you ever aware of that? Does ever get back no, to you? No. no. All right, but good. Every time I have any interaction with someone, I'm like, that person fucking hates me. I'm a fucking retard. Fuck. Yeah. Like, Fine yeah. line. Fine. It's a strong reaction. I yeah. can see how you would confuse the two, the way people react to you. I, I like, I overthink everything. Dude, uh, every moment that I meet someone, I overthink it. If I were you, I would have been honored that a, a black quadriplegic asked me to carry him on stage. <laughs> so oh. just, just know that you have that going for you. Wow. Out of out of a room full of people, you got picked to wow. carry that man on stage. Uh, well, you look the sturdiest out of the out of the line <laughs> of open mic comedians. Which uh, one of these motherfuckers can Xerxes me onto the stage? <laughs> <laughs> Grab my poles. Grab my mobility poles, young and, young man. <laughs> Hoist me. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, uh. Yeah, I always thought you were cool, but then we, you and I spent a ton of time together when we were making the Delco proper stuff. Yeah. Like the web shorts and then the pilot. We just We were just in the same room every day, all day. That was when I was like, 
this is a this is a lifelong bond. Dude. And some of the pre-production stuff that I was lucky enough to be around. Um, I think about that like if Delco would have went just like hanging out with all of us mm, all the dude. fucking time. I think eventually what we all realized is that like, and dude, don't, I feel like a loser every time we mention like, remember when we almost had a TV show? And then every time we mention it, I say, I feel like I go into a loop right now. But this is all just to say that like, I think we're all waking up to the fact that like what we were really attracted to was that feeling of just like doing cool shit with our boys. Yeah, I think what, because Pope would talk about all the time and like the what the writer's room would have been like in that. No writing would have gotten done. True, but yeah, indirectly. But, but uh, I think about that time too. It's like, I, it felt like you're saying that Foley and all them are on the cusp. It's hard to articulate how close that everyone on that set felt like this is it. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be. This yeah. is gonna be our life for now. On. Yeah, you're pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. It's not embarrassing. It's not. It doesn't. <laughs> doesn't make me feel humiliated to think that I had it, and then it, I definitely could not have been further from correct. But, dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We, well, dude, got this now. we extracted what was important to us about it. Uh, dude, McKeever was saying recently how, like, if that had gone through, the the outcome of that is is nothing compared to, like, where we're going to be just because we spent some time reflecting on it and, and really figuring out what was important. So yeah. I think we're on a better path. It's a longer path. It's a little bit harder. It's a lot harder. A but, lot like, harder. dude, the, the values are in place. We got a lot to be happy about. I'm stoked about life. Hell yeah! Well, dude, I mean, you never stop moving. <laughs> I uh, yeah, right. Like, I I mean, I haven't done stand up in more than six years at this point, and I'm the happiest I've ever been. Mm. I get to go to work every day, and I make fucking movies. make cool shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, dude. Rad. Your your Instagram posts, like for a long time, kind of just like carried me because it was like I have no idea what you're working on. And it doesn't look glamorous. It looks like hard work, but it was always just cool shit. Yeah. I mean, the, the shit that I've learned how to do from this, like, uh, there's, like, weird stories. Like, I had to, when I was working on the Beyonce music video, I had to tell Beyonce to get out of her car so I could, like, go underneath this Mercedes and beat the starter with a wrench because it wasn't working in, like, the middle of Hell's Kitchen. So there's stuff like that that I'm like, this is fucking rad. Did you call her a bitch? Beyonce, <laughs> would you get out of that car, you fucking bitch? Get, in the, get, get into this wheelchair and let me carry you. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just take my craft so seriously. <laughs> I met your cousin at the Laugh House. Um, <laughs> he's fucked up. You're cool, though. Uh, but then, yeah, then there's like... So what do you what do you do? So like now you get a call for a new job. What position are you like working in? I'm either the onset uh, dresser, which I'm doing right now, uh-huh. or I'm the onset prop master. Damn, wow. prop master is powerful. Yeah, prop master is very powerful, dude. Some some lady was handing me an automatic rifle, and every time I walked away, she had like she physically accosted me and was like, "You have to hand me that." Yeah. She, she was the prop master. Damn, and I I respect the position. Well, we have to do gun training for our union. We have to do firearms. Do you training. guys all do like when they show like Mark Wahlberg and like a behind the scenes and he's doing like the gun course? You know what I mean? <laughs> they, it's like in the desert for some reason. Well, uh, it's funny. We were talking about that the other uh, because the guy I'm working with now played uh, Dr. Doom in the like other failed Fantastic Four. Like three Fantastic Fours ago. Yeah. 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 Resident he does, Doom. Like he does Guy Ritchie shit like movies. And he had, they sent him to that training thing. Oh, okay. And so he did like the peek around a corner and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But apparently, before like all those stuff is like, this is the first day. It's like three days training before they put an Instagram post that was like, this is your first day. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Bing. yeah. Oh, right. Because you don't want to see him like, how do I? Where's the. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they just fired into the ground. Out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. They kill a PA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kill them on the first day. Post the Instagram on the third. Yeah. yeah. Um,. But yeah, no, the gun shit is really cool. Uh, <laughs> no, it really is. I mean, we do a lot of gun stuff. But uh, I think the even like cooler part is like when someone's super... From working with John and, and Tommy, it was like they were so focused on the product and making it the best product they could. And there's a lot of people in this industry who don't give a fuck. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they just don't like... I'm more of a Kelly Rollins man. <laughs> Uh, um, like I worked with Gerard Carmichael and that dude was like so fucking laser focused on what he wanted. Mm-hmm. It's why I have a yellow Jeep that died today. Oh, but, I'm sorry. RIP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. The linkage on my Jeep fucking fucked up. 
Wait, so why do you have a... Was part of his vision you having a yellow Jeep? Well, we were doing reshoots for his movie, and they shot in Canada, but because of COVID, we had to shoot in Buffalo. Okay. So they couldn't find a yellow Jeep four-door, so they were going to wrap a black one that barely ran yellow, bring it to buffalo shoot it for two days where we would have had to push it in and out of like a fucking flatbed it's the magic of movies <laughs> yeah so i was like fuck that uh give me the production credit card i'll go buy a jeep at adamstown pa oh, I found online bought it for 19 drove it up to syracuse shot it out it was great everyone loved it and then i bought it off production for 10 that's and... basically you just admitted to embezzling <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Dan, you cut off that live stream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Come on. But they got it because it would have cost them twenty grand to get that fucking there. So they got this van or this Jeep for cheaper, and then I got it. And then I was at the fucking car wash day, and the linkage died on me while I was trying to hide my bowl. Well, one, I'm sorry, John, and two, now that your Jeep's dead, does that mean that twenty-one dudes in Jeeps have to line up and wave to you? <laughs> <laughs> How excited were you to get into Jeep culture? <laughs> <laughs> the Jeep wave is very real. Yeah, it's Super. powerful. I, motorcycle waves is as close as I've got. Motorcycle waves do. There's yeah. an energy that you can't really explain. Yeah. What is a motorcycle wave? This. Yeah. You go <laughs> as you pass each other. Yeah. Wheeling. <laughs> Twelve o'clock boys. Twelve o'clock boys. <laughs> Sixty nine o'clock boys. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I like. I love making movies, and I love going to set every day. And yeah. You in New York now? I'm um, in Philly full time because we did the Mayor of Easttown show. Which... Ooh, that's dude! This, tonight's tonight, your premiere. Yeah, tonight's the premiere. Oh, wow! Else? I should have worn my uh, my bow tie. Yeah, yeah. well, we should have uh, uh, we should have wore whatever we wore at our failed auditions for that show. Yeah. <laughs> did you audition for it? I yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. I oh. think so. It would have been cool. Yeah, we yeah. never get anything. Might get stuff sometimes. I don't get anything. I, I got one thing, and uh, I I don't know. I you can't remember the name of the movie. It's either it's either twenty one bridges or seventeen bridges. I just got a check for a dollar and thirty four cents the other day for it. It started as seventeen bridges. It's now twenty one. And, and yeah, it's now right. twenty one because someone after the script and after the movie was in the can, someone looked at it and was like, Oh, there's uh, actually twenty one bridges yeah. in New York. Are you guys messing with me? Is that true? Yeah. That sounds right. That's true? Yeah, that's very no true. Way. That's super true. Oh, I feel like such a fool for making fun of you. No, I, I should know. Who are you in 21 Bridges? There's a scene where... Um, the 18th Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember the guy's name. It's Chadwick Boseman's the star. It's not him. There's another guy that's from Toronto. Steve, okay. uh, Stephen something? Stephen Curry? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he crossed me over. It's, it's in the outtakes. But uh, yeah, he's like a pretty popular actor now. But there's a scene where he's running through the hotel, and the and the cops are looking for him. And I'm the cop that walks in and says, uh, "Excuse me, can I see your security footage?" And um, yeah, oh, after the safe house gets fucked, I didn't watch the movie. I, I don't know. I just knew that scene. And uh, but that night, there's I don't know. This is the second thing that I have relative to an audition where I still think about it. Where it's my on site. There was an audition where a guy sass talked me, and I would fucking kill him if I saw him today. And in this movie, this guy was very rude to me when I came on set. And I don't know the guy's full name. I know that his nickname was Cuba. And I think he was an assistant director. Hold on, I'm talking to the mics real quick, sorry. You guys can talk. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's Cuba Gooding Sr. But um, yeah, that that's one of the few things that I've gotten. I don't know if I've gotten anything else from an audition. But... Uh, well, the 21... Uh, what was I going to say about 21 Bridges? Fuck. Oh, no. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, the one thing I have learned is that everyone in Hollywood is a fucking moron. Like, they literally run by the seat... Fly by the seat of their pants, and they don't really read scripts or do anything. It's just like, can this make money? Is there an algorithm? Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go right now. And then when the dust settles, they're like, oh, that was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that movie didn't work. Now, from your experience, do you find that that's that's prevalent at every step of the process where you're seeing that in action? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. The only person that doesn't sound like that is the fuck is like I'm wor working with a bunch of people who work with David Fincher right now, mm -hmm. and they all just jerk him off and call him a genius every yeah. fucking five seconds. But he also apparently is like a dick to everyone. Oh, that sucks. But uh, 
Yeah, no, it's everyone involved in movies is a fucking lunatic and they don't really pay attention to details. Well, dude, going back to what you just said about people saying that he's a dick, that's something that I obsessively look up when I go on Reddit is like those threads that say like who's cool and who's not cool in Hollywood. Is there anybody that stands out as being overwhelmingly cool that you've worked with? I mean, Beyonce was very, very oh, no way. cool. Oh, I'm happy to hear that, man. She went around shaking everyone's hand. It was oh. very, very nice. Um, trying to think. When you, when you walked up there to shake your hand, did you do the single ladies thing? <laughs> <laughs> no one look at my cheeks when I'm sitting down. If anyone just uh, looked at my cheeks, dude, re- erase the footage from your memory. Kate Winslet is the coolest fucking person oh. on the planet. Yeah. Uh, she also confirmed the Titanic acid story to us. I don't know that. What is it? Everyone did acid. <clears throat> Right. Uh, yeah, every someone, some guy was like mad at the production of Titanic and spiked the lobster bisque at catering with uh, mescaline. What? And it was as Kate Winslet said it. Like people started like it started being chaotic because they like a hundred and she said like hundred and forty people had to be rushed to the emergency room. But she was sit, sitting at a vending machine while all the bottles were dancing. And James Cameron ran down the hallway and was like, Kate, there's drugs. There's drugs in the food. And we have to get to the hospital. I would have been trying everything. <laughs> what did you say? Was it in the cornbread? Was it in the, cor- in the bisque? Yeah. Man, that's fun. While everybody's eating, the guy's like, iceberg, right ahead. Like, no, that's, please. I promise you it's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a terrorist act. That's a terrorist act. That's fucking crazy. Can yeah. you imagine if someone. So cool, though. Have you ever been dosed? No, I, well, my, by myself a lot. Yeah. But like, no, you know that you haven't yeah, eaten a piece of paper it's, it's, by accident. Well, okay. So someone gave a friend gave me an edible last night that was a hundred milligrams, and he Holy didn't tell shit. me it was a hundred. I said, "How much of this I eat? Should I eat?" He said, "If you eat the whole thing, you're probably fine." I said, "Cool," and I ate it. And then we did a bunch of like dabs and stuff, and I was my heart started pounding. I felt really crazy and sick. And I was like, how much was in that edible? He said, 100 mils. I was like, oh, no. That was the closest I've ever been to being dosed. Tim, would you be fair to say that what John just described was a Titanic prank? <laughs> Dude, you think you're so much better than everybody. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say that you're not getting on my piece of wood if we're ever in the water together. Jesus Christ, man. Well, I'll probably be all right. <laughs> Will you? Would it be fair to say? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just going to backstroke away from you. <laughs> you know how fast I would swim away from your shivering corpse? Yeah. Like, I'll take my chances in the goo. You're on a yin yang body <laughs> boogie board. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude in a certain way all of us are shipwrecked and it's, it's just locking up just on a pontoon boat off uh wildwood went down i wonder what the most desperate act was of someone trying to like live they had some pretty cool ones in the movie like like billy zane throwing kids off the side yeah but like what was the most pathetic thing a dude did while it was going down. Riding an old lady like a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty bad. <laughs> uh, are you talking like in the history of disasters? Like, what well, would be the worst? Yeah, I guess specifically the Titanic, but I guess all t- what's like the all-time most embarrassing <laughs> shit someone's done in a disaster? Can you? Th- there, are there any famous examples? Like, I, I guarantee, like, those, like, Volcano Pompeii people, they definitely had dudes, like, 69ing each other just, to, like, to try it out. Well, they caught the guy beating off. Didn't yeah. They? Yeah. Isn't there, right. like, oh, a... I didn't know that. Yeah, he got crystallized beating off. That's a just... king. <laughs> That's a yeah. king. Dude, getting fossilized, jerking your meat. <laughs> That's powerful. <laughs> Dude, I hope That's how you entered the afterlife. Dude, just, it, like... Coming? It... Yeah, just oh, like, fuck. Uh, yeah. You about my wings? <laughs> You know how like uh, in I think it's in like Africa or India they have like a like a sport fighting thing where what they try to revive dudes they'll 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 jerk each other off so like if a dude gets KO'd in a fight it's like field wrestling his trainer will come out and like shove his damn hand on his pants and just like whack his meat for him to wake find him back his keys up. yeah yeah so I wonder if there was a dude that was like in a disaster who's like oh my god I'm losing consciousness I'm fucking crush my meat <laughs> it's okay I know FGR volcano just <laughs> volcano just overtakes him. That's probably it's probably never happened. You think people fucked in the twi- towers? Uh, uh, yes, like, I, I because think they were like trapped on floors. They're like, ah, oh, fuck. If nine eleven was in the nineties, it definitely would have been yes. But the two thousands were kind of kind of weak. Like everyone in the nineties fucked right before they died. 
2000s. I don't know. There was a lot of phone calls coming out. There has to be one where guys like, hey, baby, see. <laughs> just doesn't look like I'm getting out of here. I just want to tell you and the kids. They, you, <laughs> George Bush did this shit. <laughs> I saw the pilot. He was definitely Jewish. <laughs> Don't let anybody convince you that they were Muslim. <laughs> I'm not the truth. They're jerking off. I actually heard the pilot over. I overheard the pilot <laughs> saying that he ate a pizza hut last night. <laughs> Oh man! Um, I also I think I I, I forgot to <laughs> turn off the oven last night. So scary! Yeah, that was like nine a.m. and that's definitely that's nine to ten. There's there's a good chance I'm taking a thirty-five minute just playing on my phone shit. So I would have been. I was like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> Sitting on a <laughs> Whoa, hold on, what was that? Uh, <laughs> well, this is Motorola, Motorola Razor time. Mm. <laughs> so you're snaking it up, taking a deuce. You're in your, you're in your element. Dude, yeah. that, that should have been the commercial for 9-11. Motorola Razor time. <laughs> it's like, oh, honey, oh. <laughs> You're not thinking about your future. All you're thinking about is just like getting through the day. And it's like. <laughs> yes, half day. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Raimi's Spider-Man has even come out You're looking on blogs for leaks the fire <laughs> the fire alarm's going off you're just like oh I hope this one's real dude I hope this is a real one I get to stay home for the rest of the day and then like the last footage of you is just you upside down you're the guy Surfing, the you're the guy yeah you're the guy that's in like the, the textbooks picture just <laughs> sailing oh, out man. of a window that's a cool way to go. That's a cool ass day. You think there were any like hams on like the fourth floor? They were just like razzle dazzle. Yeah, yeah, dude's just like doing moves all yeah. the way down. <laughs> that that'd be the ultimate. Yeah. That'd be the way to go. <laughs> Did we have energy drinks back then? Or energy wow. drinks post nine eleven? I think Red Bull just came out. Wow. It was all viral. It was viral <laughs> marketing for Red Bull. <laughs> We had sparks, maybe. Dude went down sparks there. There's a dude wearing a, a Red Bull necktie on the way down. She's like, that guy's got the coolest pose out of everybody. <laughs> What's that? Red Bull? It gives you wings? Looks pretty, <laughs> looks pretty cool. I guess I'll have to try it out. <laughs> His funeral's actually sponsored. They buried him in a Red Bull can. <laughs> Encapsulated Red Bull Fox, juice. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff, guys. <laughs> We're having a nice time. <laughs> I, I think we have to make it a point. The next tragedy we hear about is contact as many survivors as possible. Like, yo, what we doing? What was, was anybody stuff? jerking yeah. off? Anybody yeah. do anything cool? Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody get fucked? <laughs> Did anybody do any tricks <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the disaster? Did anyone at the landslide do a disaster? <laughs> do a trick? <laughs> the cool copy boy at nine eleven at his skateboard jumps out a window. <laughs> I'm gonna grind down this shit. <laughs> Someone get a photo of this. <laughs> it's the Thrasher Mag photo. So it's like, <laughs> dude just face planting in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beef of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That would have been great if every trade covered like the jumpers and stuff like that. And Thrasher Mag had their like beef of the millennium. Remember Maximum Exposure? This guy's rollerblading and takes a rail to the nuts. It's like dig a doon down. Dude, like nuts on a railing. The worst part about that is you can't outdo what the pilots did. Has anyone done a sketch of 9-11 jumpers and made it look like it was Max X? This guy thought he was going to make it. Just thumbs down. <laughs> uh, just d guitar dive on. It's like, way world. Yeah. <laughs> Old footage of 1930s car <laughs> crashing into a wall. <laughs> yeah, because that'd be a weird thing if someone made that. Yeah, man. Cool. Man, TV was, was right before YouTube when it was basically YouTube on television. Curated for us with great sound effects. Yeah, overdubs, cool voiceovers. UPN just not kicking off. Dude, UPN, I think, was still hitting us with some heavy Black Uncle TV show reruns. Good times. Uh, did you have, you could have had both, so did you have either or and or a wigger phase or a skater phase? 
Definitely a skater face. I yeah. also rode BMX bikes. Oh. So that's like a whole other. Basically, the jujitsu guys of now are yeah. more BMX guys <laughs> than that very just true. tons of gear. <laughs> Damn. Casual gear is also reflective of your, <laughs> your so hobby. Like, so, like, every kid tried to skateboard, and, like, they would get, like, Toys R Us skateboards if they had to. Like, every kid put feet on a skateboard. And a lot of kids, like, rode around on BMX bikes. But when you saw a dude hit, like, a tail whip on, like, a dyno, you were just like, that is a level I couldn't possibly imagine getting to. Yeah. Could you tail whip? Uh, I couldn't tell what my, mine was like. I could fall off dirt jumps. I could like get a little air and then completely getting airs. <laughs> That's as good as it gets. Stare getting air. <laughs> getting air is something I'll appreciate the day I die. Dude, I'll still be happy about getting air. Mongoose ramp on two bricks. Getting hype. First dude your falls. Friends, your friends are just like, nah, it was probably that definitely wasn't eight inches. You're like, yeah. I, it might have been nine. They're like, yeah, dude, dude, less, guarantee it was less than eight. That's what I would have said to the nine eleven widows. Be like, if it's any consolation, your husband really got some air. On <laughs> <laughs> Truly, mean you're in stolen valor military gear. <laughs> I've got a list of all the widows. I'm Man. going door to door. I'm, I want to present you with your husband's pegs. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have you tried Red Bull yet? Because <laughs> it gives you energy to get away. <laughs> the Red Bull Stolen Valor Squad. <laughs> Super direct marketing. Dude, it's, instead of instead of saluting, like an, an army of fucking skaters just slowly goes. <laughs> With the Red Bulls. Fuck. Yeah, that'd be weird if that was what happened. Yeah, we Should, get, we, we should get, have we, been that yeah. way. Should. Tony a la Hawk Bar. <laughs> you think about that one, Tim? I don't like it. Well, I hate that one. I went for it, dude. Dude, I went for some air, dude. I was going for gold in the X Games in that what, one. Was that an unlockable character in Tony Hawk Pro Skater? The pig Tony. officer or something? Oh, no. It was Tony Hala Hawk Bar. Oh, <laughs> don't take his side. Don't join up with him on this. <laughs> don't prolong my misery, dude. I'm, dude, I'm in, I'm in mourning right now. I'm grieving. And this is how you guys are treating me? You're playing around too much? Oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, it's fine. I'm trying to dictate how everything goes socially so that I remain comfortable. <laughs> You're a lot. Well, now seems like a good time to uh, thank one of our sponsors. Uh, I'd like to thank Cushy Dreams for making this episode possible. And Cushy Dreams specializes in high-quality, smokable CBD. Uh, Cushy Dreams' extraordinary CBD-rich hemp fl flower comes in 8-ounce cans and pre-rolled joints. It's cannabis that ships the rich discreetly to you and directly to all 50 states. They offer indicas, sativa strains that deliver effects like relax, create, hustle, peace, energy, and dream. Tim. I'm still calling it dadnip. Dadnip? <laughs> yeah, it's dadnip, dude. dude. It comes in a can. Pop that, that bad bro. boy open, dude. It smells bro. delicious. Hold on, let me give it a whiff. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Dude, smell her. Give her a whiff. Oh, this, whoa. Yeah. This doesn't get you high? It does not get you high. You get all the effects of you cannabis bit, without the high. You feel a little bit powerful, but your brain doesn't go. Yeah, you're not fucked up on it. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It might be the same effect that people have, like, if you don't smoke cigarettes and you get a little bit of a jolt when you smoke a You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But I still don't smoke it. I, I, but I get to hang out with cigarette people now. When mm -hmm. people are like, you mind if I go grab a smoke? I'm like, you mind, if, dude, you mind if I join you? <laughs> I mean, would that be okay? Dude, you're hanging out with all the 45-year-old women that you work with? Dude, my, I mean, I'm expanding my social horizons in every way possible, and... Dude, thank you, Cushy Dreams, for hooking me up with my my boys who smoke. Yeah. yeah, so if you go to cushydreams.com, type in promo code FATBIRD, you get 20% off your order. This doesn't have to be your first order. If you've ordered from them before, you can still get our discount. Just use promo code FATBIRD. You get the 20% off no matter what. So thank you to Cushy Dreams. That's K-U-S-H-Y, dreams.com. Cool. Now back to racism and disasters. <laughs> We should Crack go, it up. <laughs> we should go back in time and like call people out for pretending to be high on this. I mean, this would devastate people. <laughs> I think if, if I was like 11 years old and you showed me this and I smelled it, I'd be like, dude, I think I'm like buzzed off of just smelling this, man. <laughs> I think I'm like fucked up. That's Let's government weed, dude. Give it a whiff. Oh, man. Did you go through the pothead phase is another phase that like heavy pothead phase. It goes along dude, with wigger phase. I, they go I, hand in hand. Yeah, dude. I went through mine. I started smoking pot when I was probably toward the end of my senior year. And it lasted until the following, I guess, winter. Then mm -hmm. after that, I kind of drifted away from it. But I wasn't never really heavy into it, but my heaviest pot smoking phase came during that time period. And I loved it because it was a way to fit in with people that I normally wouldn't fit in. How you feel about the ladies you work with smoking cigarettes mm -hmm. now? 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm reacclimating. I just, because I oh, cool. stopped drinking. So I reacclimated into a pothead phase recently. I There's got my weed card. It. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fucking great. It's I, <clears throat> I, dude, I avoid, I never had like a, a serious phase with it. I actually avoided it up until I was like my late 20s. And uh, I'm kind of glad because I, I can't like fully enjoy it because I feel guilty. Like when I feel nice from being high, I'm like, I can't, I can't live like, I can't live in this kind of nice feeling. Uh, you ever get like that? I do. I like I like the feeling of like um, where I'm high and I'm like I'm like oh I'm jazzed about doing something. I'm like mm-hmm. oh that's kind of fucking dumb. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I should I should fucking chill here, dude. This is this is where it's at. Yeah, I had I had that last dude. I I I reconnected with a, a high school friend last night. A dude that I was like as tight as it gets with up until like a couple years after high school, and it's just because like. I like when you know people when you're like a teenager and like no one's figured themselves out and yeah. then like you grow into adulthood together it gets a little bit like rickety and it all just came apart he took the wigger path you went the skater path and wow man I mean not exactly those but more yeah more, yeah. it was that kind of divergence <laughs> he, he, Tim took the road less traveled by bus <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, dude like we, we've talked here and there like and I, I put him on the like micro dosing like six months to a year ago and that was like one of the first meaningful conversations we'd had in like over 10 years. Mm. And then uh, we talked a little bit yesterday I, out of nowhere. And I think it was about weed. And I'm like, I, I like kind of like ironically like weed. Like I think I, it's so funny how weed is with yeah. people. And I've, I get the sense that he kind of does, but he also like has taken it to such a crazy level. He's like a full on weed dude. And he's like, bro. You got to see all that. Like, he's laughing about the shit that he's showing me. It was the most serious gear setup I've ever seen for anything in my life. And he was so happy to show it to me. Is it like a vaporized setup? Dude, he had like, he had glass for grass. He had glass for dabs. We were messing around with like uh, this little vaporizer that I had for like my DMT setup. And um, like this dude showed up to show me all this. It was in a gun case that he had like custom fitted foam for all of it. And, uh, and like we just got into it and it was like we hadn't spent a day apart. Yeah. I'm still I'm still like internalizing this entire experience. It was so like meaningful and deep that it actually kind of fucked me up. Wow, and like man. he yeah, he started telling me a story and like two minutes in the story I was just like, This is so surreal. Like this, this that this gap has been bridged. And honestly, it was kind of like very easy because of weed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, weed rules. <laughs> Did he call it psychedelic ammo when he pulled it out of the gun case? <laughs> we we were we were dude. We were all about the ritual. We were all about you know celestial power. It was very fucking cool. <laughs> so I, I have an appreciation for weed culture, <laughs> dude. So I haven't drank. So before the pandemic, I hadn't drank in almost a year, and I fucking love drinking, and I had mm. to give it up uh, because I was destroying myself. And then the pandemic, I started drinking again. Mm-hmm. Because there was literally nothing else to fucking do. Mm. And then I had to quit again because I was like, I'm going to ruin myself after the pandemic if I didn't do it. And I found weed. And I like kind of went into it apprehensively because I hate weed culture. I think yeah. it's very silly and dumb. But now, whenever I'm out, especially like rap parties or anything, or just around people again, and I get that thought in my head that was like, you can probably just have a beer. I'm like, mm. oh, no. Just beer culture hit. is a million times worse Ugh. than weed culture. Yeah. Craft beer people. At least, dude, at least at least weed culture is hilarious. Beer culture is like, it's not even fun to uh, like make fun of. Well, because it, it also takes like, at the worst, you're dead. At the best, it takes three years of recovery to yeah. you get your license back and you can talk to your kids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, beer culture stinks. <laughs> you have that. to make amends. <laughs> I think I don't drink anymore. Are I think you done? I, I just don't enjoy it. Dude, I had to be done. Yeah, and that I, makes me upset for, for watching my boys go through this. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm glad you're feeling okay. Dude, uh, I love, I mean, I, I was a drinking guy. All my yeah. stories were about drinking. And like my, I felt like for a long time, like my personality was like around drinking. That's when it gets scary. And it got really scary because at first it's like, yeah, your persona- personality is around drinking and you're the fun guy and you always have stories and everyone. You are a very fun guy. <laughs> yeah. I love drinking and like but being it's not loud. The booze, right. Yeah. Now but, I can't you, but, bring- you, but you conflate it. You think it is the booze because right. you're like, you're losing an ambition. And you, I would, I would be like, 
oh, I blacked out and ended up somewhere and I'm bleeding as like, this is a cool, yeah. fun time. Oh, man, can't wait to bring this up later on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just waking up hungover and just checking your voice and it's like, hey, my man, I just want to thank you for bringing me up on stage last night. <laughs> you, you and I both know that place ain't handicap accessible, but I'm not going to say anything, but, but long story short, I just want to thank you for bringing me up there, man. You ain't had to carry me up like that, but you did. And, uh, and all right, man, I'm going to be there again tonight. So if you can come out again and lift me up again, that'd, that'd be all right. I'm in tower one. What the fuck was I doing with that? <laughs> Uh, but uh, oh, uh but yeah <laughs> the weed now is like i never get those phone calls hmm. i never i mean there's remnants of like pizza boxes and shit also <laughs> the, tough. everything stays the same also tough yeah <laughs> but uh yeah I'm, I'm thankful for weed of like yeah you have a glow that, to you right now taking that shit away you're all do you have first of all you have a world-class smile and you're always ready to share it with people but you have like a there's a different energy to you right now ah. this rules oh thank you one of, one of the things that i always loved about you that's very sweet is like you always have you always give off the vibe of a child that's up to something uh, yeah, yeah you're a little stinker <laughs> <laughs> he's the kid like when you sing happy birthday john looks like the kid that says cha 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 <laughs> no doubt about it's it secret yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy for you, dude. Because oh, thank you. Um, do you, how long did it take for you to feel like okay, this was a good decision for me? Uh, just kind of recently, because for a while I was like, I can always go back. I was mm-hmm. like, I just gotta take a break. I can always go back to it. I can always go back to it. And then now it's like things are so much better, and I'm so much more focused, and I can do things. Then I'm like, I'm I'm like fucking beer culture fucking stinks. You have to hang out a bar with other losers who are like, isn't it great we're losers? Yeah. 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 That's a tough That's thing. fucking bar culture. Man, it's great that you're here with me fucking stinking up the joint. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't do that anymore. Dude, that was something that I always longed for when, when even when I was like at my worst drinking, because like I would, I would pick like certain bars to try to fit in, but like for some reason I could never fit in with that group. Like it was always a big deal if somebody at a corner bar remembered my name. But that, uh, everyone that, likes that feeling. That yes, that's rarely nice feeling. fucking happened. And there was oh, just sorry. something I longed for for the longest time, just saying, like, please, like, I just want as many people as possible to recognize me. It didn't even have to be a black no. comedy club. It could have been a white bar where I just needed that, and I never got that. And that's one of the things that always bummed me out, like, when I was out man, there fucking You're a sweet boy on a wire, just dangling, oh, waiting, to be, waiting to be appreciated for what you are. Thank you, buddy. I'm glad, I'm glad you're getting it. Yeah, I am, man. Thank <sighs> you. Are you appreciative? I am. I, I, You're aware of how much people think you rule now? Well, n- not even that, but it's just like, yeah, I, I appreciate that. But more than anything else, like, I like just when people say sweet things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to say, like, oh, this is awesome or that was great. It's just like, hey, I just, I just want to say what's up and I hope you have a great day or something like that. Like, that means as much to me as anything else, as much as, like, somebody saying, hey, something you did was awesome. Wow. You think you're so much better than everyone. <laughs> you come in here with your fucking high horse. Yeah. Fucking pussy, wow. dude. People like me. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what gets you off. <laughs> everyone knows my name at a bar. Oh, cool. Cool black guys. Great, dude. You run with your crowd. I'll run with mine. Uh, dude, the wor- probably the worst of me. What if, a, what if a cool black guy knew your name at a quarter bar? My head would explode. Stop. Stop, dude. Come on. Dude, you wh- got him chasing a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, Mike from before. It's just Mike. Mike is my name. I'm Mike. Shut oh, the fuck oh, up, yeah. dude. dude. I was just mm, get off the stage. stage. <laughs> get, get off the stage, Mark. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, not too far off from that, there was one incident at this place I used to go to called Kevin Michaels. And a, I hate it already. <laughs> there was there was a, this old lady there named Marie that used to sell coke, and you would just have to make eye contact, and she would know to go out back with you. And again, like I desperately wanted Marie to know my name too. One because I wanted to have a cocaine connection on a regular basis, but two, she was a regular there, and like getting her approval would probably mean like more people would become yeah. aware of who I was. So, uh, by the way, cocaine culture is so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I truly do miss cocaine culture, man. Not only. You meet the coolest people. It's just a little thing, and you jam it into your nose. And you get tons of friends. Yeah. No one's, like, unrolling, like, a surgical sack. Like, dude, you got to see some of my new pieces. (laughs) 
This is like this is a little bit stepped on. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But we can get more later. <laughs> After we talk about that radio station we're starting, we can get more. We gotta go find that old lady at Kevin Michaels. <laughs> we're trying to Kevin Michaels. I'm not sure. It was too much fun doing coke. Dude, like I, I found out that the weekend before. She had um, she had threw herself in the train tracks, and a few other regulars had to carry her off the train tracks <laughs> to keep her from getting hit by a car uh, or a train. So, I would have fucked the place to get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy on cocaine going to Kevin Michaels. Driving on the track. <laughs> Dude, as we're out back of Kevin Michaels, uh, as she's selling me coke, um, it, she just clearly didn't know my name, and I was like, I was just like, all right, what can I, what can I say here to make her remember me, and I, make her remember me? And I was like, uh, Marie, I, I heard about what happened last week. And I just want to know if things ever get too tough. You can always let let me know. Just I'll give you my number. Just you can put it in your phone now. It's, it's Mike. And Dude, she was you're just lucky like, she Dude. didn't shoot you in the fucking yes. neck. <laughs> <laughs> she blew your head off. <laughs> I think that's what you're seeking. Dude, you were, you have the highest number of just botched social interactions the worst man and i feel like i i feel like we've traded because i feel like you used to not have them and i had them constantly and something happened and we like freaky friday uh dude it might it might be relative to fucking not drinking anymore because i felt like i was a lot smoother when i was fucking it was very very easy for me to interact with people when i was drinking and doing drugs but since then like even now i still feel it doesn't sound like it dude (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you didn't even get invited to pull bernadette off the train train. (laughs) track The coolest coke dealer at Kevin Michaels. Someone strong enough to lift a woman (laughs) off of train tracks? No one knows that guy's name. Mike's just like, man, this is so easy because I'm drinking. And, 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 do you and, think they liked her or because it was she had cocaine? I, I could, but she was a very Pulled nice plug lady. off the track. Yeah. That's and, white rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, if, and if you can't remember my name, my buddy John uh, lifts black guys on the stage at Left House all the time, so he could, he could definitely lift you up. <laughs> but, yeah, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought you're gonna, I thought you were going to name another attempt. No. Was that, your, was that what got you out of coke culture? No, it probably got you further. No, I, I had another like embarrassing coke incident where I was at a friend's apartment and he was selling coke. And I didn't know you weren't supposed to do this. People were coming in and out of the apartment. And me being a friendly guy, every person that would come in to buy coke, I would get up off the couch and say, hi, my name is Mike. And they're just like, all right, what is this? <laughs> all right. And then uh, them, them and my friend would go into his bedroom and they would buy coke and then they would leave. But it wasn't until like the fourth person came in that my buddy was like, Mike, like, don't say hi to these people. <laughs> I mean, that's just so grim. There's just such a he- that's just such a heavy, grim story. I, I can I can tell you about the last time I did cocaine, which is please free. do. So I was at um, oh my God, the man. Standard Tap. <laughs> you weren't puppy dogging cocaine visitors. <laughs> I was at the standard tap, and the bartender was like, hey, can you run to this other bar and pick me up Coke, and you can get some of mine that I, for, for the oh, fee. Good I was like, great. So I go, and I'm already, I'm fucking trashed. And they give me the $400, and I get the Coke, and I drink a beer at the, with the bartender who got, I got the Coke from, and we're laughing, and then I'm like, all right, I got to go back and see this other bartender. And I get in the cab and realize that I still have four hundred dollars on me, and I gave this guy forty dollars. Whoops! Whoops! So I was like, "Oh shit!" So I got to go back and I I dealt with the money and I went back and I was like, "Oh fuck! Here, here! Sorry, sorry! Don't don't fucking stab me!" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get back, and uh, he he was like, "Here, just take this bag." So I take the bag and I went into the bathroom and I dumped the bag the whole bag out by accident. And I was like, ooh, this toilet's gross. I don't want to save this cocaine later. So I just did it all on the top of this bar or this toilet. So I get out and my heart is like immediately. It was very good cocaine. So there are people out on the porch talking and I don't know these people. And I saddle up next to them and just instead of talking to them directly, as they're having a conversation, I'm smoking a cigarette going, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like this time mumbling to my stories to myself. And then these people are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And every time they move, I move with them. And oh, it's dude. brutal. You know, Stop, like, when you're, dude. yeah, you're just chewing on your own teeth. Yeah, chewing on my own teeth, going. And then I smoke a cigarette and cough and went, ah, and shit. 
entire pants. And then I was like, I need to get an Uber. I need to get out of here. <laughs> and went back to the hotel I was staying in and just like, was just like high, waiting to come down off Coke in a dark hotel room. In shitty drinking, pants. In shitty pants. Wow, man. That was the last time I did cocaine. Yeah, cocaine culture is not great either. It feels so good though. Mm. Yeah, I can't do. I can't feel good because I, I trip out. I feel too guilty. I'm like, dude, I shouldn't be feeling this good. This is for, this is for someone else. And then I shit my pants. I'm like, here we are. <laughs> yeah, shitting your pants is always the the great equalizer. Great equalizer yeah. for sure. It's. it's <laughs> God's way of speaking to people I always, like I always us. start running like a shit your pants retreat where I just take people who are like, maybe they hold like a powerful position and they, they want to be like remind, they want to be like humble. Uh-huh. And I just lead them on like guided pants shitting in the forest. Dude, we should do like, the, the, you know how Tony Robbins makes people run over coals? Yeah, exactly. It's like you got to shit yourself the gonna, entire time you're running over the coals. You have to shit yourself in front of your entire family <laughs> and then and then like navigate back to the car and get home without bothering anyone with your shit. You got to trust fall with shitty pants. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so that was the last time you did coke. Yeah, never gonna do it again. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. It's just it, it feels you can't get clean. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, that was always when I when I first stopped drinking, like coke was the thing that that I would have the biggest uh, thirst for. Mm. There would be there were times where I would fucking especially like in the first month, I would have to like will myself to sleep so that I didn't go out and get coke because the last time I did it, I made like. Like two solid coke connections in one night, which is something that like I would I would never try to uh, hang on to. Like if somebody gave me their number, if I got coke off of somebody, I would delete it the next day. They're and, like, man, if this coke customer knew my name, that would be really cool. <laughs> 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 it's Jeremy. If you need anything, it's Jeremy. You put my number in your phone. It's Jeremy. And you're just like, okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's on the train tracks later. He's like, where's Jeremy? <laughs> Jeremy! <laughs> Marie? Get <laughs> my call, Jeremy! <laughs> Marie. Yeah. Yeah, but that shit. Uh, yeah, Coke was always my, my bugaboo. I didn't do Coke till I was like 27 too, which I feel is old for that. Yeah, I was like 25 when I'm 24. Yeah. I, did. I got tricked though because, well, it wasn't Coke. It was meth. Whoops. And then after that, it was just With like. On you? Yeah, it wasn't until like a later date where the person who got it was. It was the guy whose apartment. Um, he was like, yeah, just so you know, like when we did that, you know, last month or whenever it was, he's like, that was actually meth. This is Coke. I've been meaning to tell you, bud. Uh, it's like the Folgers challenge for degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that coffee you've been drinking? Cocaine. Cocaine. Dude, I was just thinking, uh, I think I might invent caffeinated ginger ale. Is ginger ale not caffeinated? Pr- typically caffeine free, I think. Mm. Right? Hey, hey, I don't know. Hand one of the cans. Maybe I was just drinking a caffeine-free ginger ale, but I think it mostly is caffeine-free. Do you call it Canada wet? Yeah, dude, it's caffeine-free. So, I'm sitting on a million-dollar idea. <laughs> how did they not think of this yet, John? None. How did they? How have they not figured? How am I the guy that came up with caffeinated ginger ale? Isn't this fucked up? That's what. That's. That's what's wild about my intellect. Like pe- people. People think I'm retarded and like I talk too much and like, all right, cringe, get it. I understand, dude. Soul sucking energy. Understand. I just, I'm the guy that came up with caffeinated ginger ale. So Shark I don't know. Tank it. Yeah, deal, deal with that. Sharks, you ever wanted to be jacked up while you got an upset stomach? That's my one problem with ginger ale. It would be the ultimate drink if it had caffeine, but mm. it doesn't. So every time I have it, I'm like, I'm enjoying this, but. Yeah, load it up, man. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll set up a lab. <laughs> Do some do some clinical trials, get human testing approved. So I'm loading up on beakers. Bro, I have some beakers because I'm making my own DMT. Maybe Ooh. maybe I'll just run a quick little batch through the system. Should make caffeinated DMT too. <laughs> Dude, I'm, so I, I took my uh, my latest attempt was uh, two nights ago. My, my latest attempt to break through on DMT was two nights ago. I think I broke through. Pretty sure. Actually, I definitely broke through, but. Uh, Mary Jo is laying in bed next to me and she takes notes like like she's holding a clipboard doing the trial on me for like the optimal DMT setup. And for whatever reason, I think I do. Your wife girl. loves you. Holy <laughs> fuck, dude. More than well, actually, John, it just says faggot and different <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Husband equals gay. Yeah. <laughs> MJ and I have a very deep love. But um, I, I, I got this new device and I had a new batch 
and I hit it super hard. And so I thought it would be great if I was very comfortable and if I had nice music playing. Okay. And uh, not not great ideas whatsoever. So the notes that MJ took was uh, number one, TV off. I put on a YouTube video of uh, there was like a very relaxing song from like a Donkey Kong Country game. I thought that would be nice. Uh, it was playing in reverse in my head while the on-screen visuals were a nightmare. And your, I, li- I your wife loves you so much. I've been playing Donkey Kong Country, <laughs> smoking DMT in the bed, <laughs> and she's just sitting there, like taking it all, like making sure I'm okay. She's a uh, one of a kind, but um, one of a con guy, I would say. Dude, I had a weighted blanket. <laughs> 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 Fucking pussy. <laughs> I had I had a weighted blanket on because I didn't want to be cold and I wanted to feel like snuggled. First of all, the weighted blanket it felt like my so I smoke it. And uh, at first, I'm like, it's not happening. Cause, but I think it was because I just got it into my body faster with this new setup. And then it all happened at once. And I laid down, and it felt like I was kidnapped by, like, two celestial beings. And they were explaining. They were making an excuse to cops. And I was making an excuse for them kidnapping me. I was like, this is cool. I just have to get through this. Uh, it felt like the weighted blanket was, like, I was tied up in it. And I was convinced that they filled it with piss. <laughs> If I felt wet and I felt like I was be I was submerged in piss under a weighted blanket. I did not piss my pants, by the way. <laughs> That's just what I felt. So I came out of it and I explained the whole thing to Mary Jo and she was just like, All right, we should make some changes the next time <laughs> and she opened up her phone and started a new note and just we have a whole checklist that we're gonna do differently next she time. She's gonna make her wear a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> No blanket. No blanket next time. That was a huge mistake. Dude, put, instead of the blanket, put on the Donkey Kong music and have her throw a barrel into your lap. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the funniest part was? Is like after I explained to her all this horrific stuff, and I was like, and I'm pretty sure my development was stunted between the ages of like 12 and 25. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, I got something from that. I'm good. I'm oh, good. Wow, yeah, damn. Dude. <laughs> it's retarded, but it's working. I've never had DMT work. I've smoked it three or four times, and I can't make it. It's, dude, it's, very, it's impossible to do it right. It's impossible. What are your steps? How do you? Well, right now I have a little device that I just put it in and then I pull on it. Does it heat up manually or do you like do a lighter? You press a a button and it heats it up. It's it's Mm -hmm. all electronic. I was doing it with a lighter and cool, man. Look, I love a ceremony as much as anyone, but all the rigmarole and all the failures really piled up on me. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. he really took the passion out of it. DMT culture is fucked up. <laughs> is it people a Joe say, Rogan dude, culture? Pe- some people say, like, <laughs> don't even measure your dose, man. Just light it up and pull it until you leave the monkey behind. That's jerking off culture. That's jerking off culture, too. <laughs> yeah. A lot of overlap. <laughs> what if, do you black out when you do DMT? Yeah, I have a hard time remembering it vividly. Because none of it's real. Yeah. Like, I remember, so this this Donkey Kong Country song had, like, a background from the game, and it was all these thorny brambles. It's beautiful. You just look at it. But when yeah. you look at it on DMT, it's the most threatening thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was basically in fight or flight, and I couldn't move my body, <laughs> and it felt like I was submerged in piss. Holy so shit. So it wasn't, it wasn't fun, but this is therapy, dude. This is therapeutic. I'm not there. I'm not goofing off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what if during your blackout, Mary Jo, you came out, and she was in a pre- Princess Peach costume, and you were <laughs> yeah. like... Just talk she, like nothing happened. You think she wouldn't do that for me? No. You think she would? I think do that she would. Of, that kind of fun prank for me? Yeah, of course she would, dude. That's just the kind of lady she is. Yeah. All right. Before we head over to the Patreon, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, John. I have a grand reveal for you. This is Autoblow for oh. blowjobs. It's the best. Autoblow AI uses artificial intelligence to give the perfect blowjob. John, have you ever shoved your dick into a machine? I I have not, no. Well, at the risk of sounding like Gavin Rossdale, I've gotten machine head, and it's better than my wife. You gotta be fucking kidding. Is this the one? Is that the one you use? This is it, baby. Is that a collection chamber at the bottom? Dude. It was eating it, it Oreos, fuck. obviously. <laughs> The cat's got I think the cat's got into it. <laughs> the cat's yeah. got into the bag? <laughs> yeah, it has gotten a little bit dusty here. Wait, why does it have the machine warning on the... That's like a... It's got the warning label on the top. Uh, I like to live dangerously. But you can take this off. I guess normal people would take it off, but I've left it on. And uh, Tim's machine is not clear. I got Dude, the clear one. The fucking... The battle damage that thing takes on week to week... It's got scratches it's, on it. It's crazy. Holy shit. It's, it's got like, exposed wires on the inside. Dude. <laughs> if you go to autoblow.com and use promo code FATBIRD, you get 20% off this bad boy. 
So I promise you, you will enjoy this. It took me... I enjoyed the first time, but by the second time, I really needed to sink into this thing because yeah. you feel a lot of apprehension just shoving well, your dick all the way in, but once you do, you really maximize what it's capable of. I've read about these things, and apparently you're supposed to uh, listen to Donkey Kong Country theme <laughs> while you're using it. So you <laughs> Just covered in jizz. <laughs> but this thing rules. I love using it, and if you want to borrow it sometime, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Holy BYO shit. BYO sleeve. <laughs> And they do make different sleeves. You can get them in black or white. You can get a mouth. You can get a vagina, or you can get a butthole. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I'm can you get about, a knuckle? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about treating myself to a black asshole one of these days. So, yeah, you're gonna carry it onto the stage at uh, <laughs> what was it, Laugh House? <laughs> uh, Guys, give it up for Black Asshole. <laughs> <your pocket. laughs> How loud is it? Pretty loud. Pretty. Seriously. Listen, here's the deal. It's it's not loud enough as to where, if I was using it in here, it's not loud enough as to where people in the living room would hear it. But if they were right outside the door, they probably would. So if you jack up the TV while you got this bad boy on, nobody will have any idea what you're yeah. doing. Okay. It's price to pay. Yeah. For... And I always use it, I have I have to use it when nobody's home yeah. in good conscience because I cannot, I refuse to allow. Mike's making Donkey Kong noises. <laughs> 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 I just I, I cannot run the risk of anybody over here hearing me porking this thing. So I wait till everybody leaves. The house is clear. I go to town on this thing. Yeah. When I'm finished, I, I do give it Oreos. <laughs> I used to. Uh, some guys just rush the cockpit on the plane. It's not looking good. She's like, what? All she can hear is shoom, 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 shoom. Did you take the audible in the bathroom on the plane? Shoom, shoom, shoom. Honey, I just want to say I love you. Shoom, 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 shoom. Yeah, that'd be pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I want to see it work. Here, put it. I got I, I didn't bring the adapter down. I'll I do mean, it for the Patreon. Every, it's like a month where you say, you know what? I got to remember to bring down the wire for it. Between episodes, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to yeah. get the adapter for the Patreon episode. I'm going to crank it up yeah. so people can actually hear what it sounds like. Yeah. And see my get come dog. Now, do you <laughs> do you light your nipples with a lighter or is it manual? <laughs> is it? There's another well, if machine. You have a car battery that. nearby <laughs> and a pair of clamps. But, It'll be fine. Uh, my mo is I just. It's hard to like realize how you want to enter this thing, but what I've settled on is putting do it I on the brief haka. <laughs> I place it on the table, make it watch me do a haka as I'm gain my power. I set it on the bed, I sink into it, and it does all the work. Holy shit! Yeah, it looks like you got a broken soda stream. <laughs> like, <is it? laughs> my soda stream's fucked. Soda stream. Yeah, soda stream. Would it That'd be fair, be fair to call to it a soda jerk? Nah, I like Choda Stream. Wish all we, right, well. wish, I wish we all would have died when I said Choda Stream. I well. liked it a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my development wasn't studded between 13 and 25. Yeah, well. The second I found out what a chode was, I thought that was the funniest fucking thing on the planet. It's a watershed moment for a boy. <laughs> I still don't know. What is it? A chode? It's like a, like a penis that's wider than it is long. Oh, oh I always heard it was as wide as it is at, long. At least. I mean, I'm not going to get into the definition. I mean, different territories <laughs> of different it's meanings. <laughs> I remember Beavis used to say it all the time. Yeah. But yeah, this is the Autoblow. You go to autoblow.com, promo code FATBIRD. Boy, are you in for a treat. Holy shit. That thing is... It's a lot to take in. It's like the 9-11 memorial. Like, you just go... You just, you're just staring and you're thinking about all the souls that were lost. <laughs> are cops telling you to keep it moving? <laughs> <laughs> this was great. Thank you very much to the live chat. For a reflecting pool of cum. This was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just think about all the people I lost that day. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. It's over. This is Stop it. <laughs> no more. <laughs> live chat, you guys rule. We're going to move over to Patreon. We'll see you guys there. Later, folks. <laughs>